Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we discuss Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, one surprising gender reveal party at a time. I'm Pete Mullert. <laughs> I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Gerald Christopher Reconsidering Porter. <laughs> and today we're joined by one of my favorite guests, the master of the filmumentary. Uh, his filmumentary for Raiders was amazing. His filmumentary for Jaws was absolutely sublime. I just wish he had one for Last Crusade to make my job a little bit easier. But Jamie Binning, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thanks. I wish I had one as well to make my job a little easier. <laughs> no, it's good to be back. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 26. Minute 26 begins with Indy intently reading his dad's diary, and it in- ends with Indy telling a woman he just met which parts of his anatomy she is welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we, we see Indy, uh, you know, we see the, the classic plane flight map here that uh-huh. we all love. Now, when, when, the, when the plane makes like a little right turn or a left uh-huh. turn, do, do they actually stop in that city? I'm assuming they're refueling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming they're refueling too, right? Yeah. So if there's a little, when they, they it's not just a turn, because they seem to make the turns always on land. Yeah, no, I think it's a refueling yeah. stop, because oh, yeah. planes yeah. at that time couldn't cross the, the Atlantic. Well, I, love, oh, I have a question. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I don't mean to interrupt, but don't, in, in Raiders, didn't they, every turn, didn't it have like a little dot? Yeah. Or was it only the destination at the end? Hmm. No, it might have had a little dot. I think you might yeah. be right, actually, yeah. Yeah. It did it did have a little dot and I think that little dot means refueling. Maybe, but then what's but these don't have those dots. I know, the whole they movie's the different. It's, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Raiders, all right? It's this, not Raiders. It's no, not it's dots. This is more of a dots. This is more of a sleek art deco line. They don't need the dots. Well, you know, actually That's there right. was a there was an extra bit of the scene here as well. They did did actually shoot um India Marcus on on the plane. You know, full frame. There are a couple of stills still around somewhere in one of the old storybooks. So maybe, oh, really? maybe the map bit was a little bit of an afterthought um, mm-hmm. in the editing process. So um, maybe that explains mm. the lack of dots. They were not on the case. Ah, interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I love that they uh, they stop in St. John's, Newfoundland, because it just—I don't know—it's just nice. They're consistent. Newfoundland. With the, yeah, Newfoundland. I was going to say, sounds yeah, like we, we've been taught right. over and over again. Yes. Yeah. Newfoundland. Sorry, sorry, Andrew. Yeah. The jackals are back. <laughs> they, they, I like that they're yes Newfoundland, and uh, but it's nice St. John's. They kind of uh, they're consistent with the whole Christianity thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he's really perusing his dad's diary intently here, and we see a couple things. One, we see a crude copy of that uh, painting in his living room with Joseph of Arimathea collecting the blood that's just spewing out of Christ's side. Yeah, but. The notes here kind of make me think that Henry might not be quite the scholar he's made out to be, because he says oh. that this painting is uh, Flemish from the 12th century, which is probably unlikely. 
It's pronounced Flemish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Flemish painting didn't really become known until the 15th century, and stuff before then was would have been on frescoes, and most of that was lost either to damp weather or because of the iconoclastic controversies that got painted over. So hmm. I think maybe, and we'll see that in the next few minutes, that maybe Henry Sr. is also sort of has a propensity to just making stuff up. Do you think that when these kind of mistakes come in or like, you know, inaccuracies that it's like, especially with a movie like this where like they're, they're, they're taking a stab at being accurate, but they're not Mm -hmm. quite making it. it, Do you think it's the prop master? Like in this case, somebody made this diary and like, okay, I got to study up on this thing so I can have some accurate notes. Or is it like, ah, who cares? I'm just going to put in some buzzwords. Oh, Flemish is a kind of thing. And you know, (laughs) this is a period in history. And this is, you know, these are buzzwords that would be in a diary like this. I'll just toss those in. Well, yeah, or do you I think guess, they took an actual stab I, at Yeah, it, I think it would be the latter, wouldn't it? It's like, you know, they're kind of closing their eyes and just pointing at something. In the general yeah. arena, yeah. And and they're thinking, well, this is going to be on screen for, you know, sort of half visible for a second and a half. No one's going to really pay any attention yeah. to this. Yeah, right. No one's going to pause it on their VCR. And, in, right. in 1989? <laughs> Are you view. kidding? <laughs> <laughs> it's still rolling then, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> But then the next he, the next page he turns to, uh, we get the a, a copy of the thing he was copying when River Phoenix ran into the room, um, of that oh, right. stained glass mm-hmm. thing, and then the the Grail diary flat out says that this is a stained glass window in Venice, and Henry Senior was copying this in 1912. So my question is, what has he been doing for the last 26 years? Like why, <laughs> oh, like, why didn't just, he hightail it? Yeah, Venice? why didn't he just go to Venice in 1912? And it's right there. Well, I, <laughs> Everything I he needs is right there. He had to like complete the shading, <laughs> like the cross hatching or the stippling. Or the... Yeah, he's like, I, I know where it is, but I need to. This this just isn't right. I need to. Well, when he says when he, when when he when he finds his dad missing in the last minute, he he says that you know, or last couple of minutes, he says you know, dad's a bookworm. He's not a field man. Like maybe Henry almost had no intention of like actually going yeah. out into the world and tracking stuff down. He was just studying it mm. and sort of like a hobbyist nerd about it. He was waiting for the refueling he, stops to appear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He can't go on one flight just straight to Venice. But I'm going to get on a boat. And so he's waiting for like a Donovan kind of guy to like, you know, be a catalyst for getting him over there and like, oh, all right, I can actually go find this stained glass window that I drew in my book. All right. awesome. Are you saying that people are, who are obsessive about things keep a certain distance? Is that what you're saying? Yes, they're super weird, uh, unpersonable, uh, just absolutely strange. And I don't want to have anything to do with any of them. (laughs) I can't relate to them. But see, I think this is funny because we get this Grail diary and it sets up like a really big puzzle. And we think, well, this is going to be a really intricate treasure hunt and all these clues, we have to follow all these clues and everything's going to be this wonderful, intricate puzzle. And basically all it boils down to is he had to go to Venice and look for an X. And everything, <laughs> right. if he finds the X, he finds the grail. Like, that's literally yeah. the puzzle. <laughs> Which is a good punchline when it comes up. But yeah, there, we'll talk about that more about these quote unquote clues as they go. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, they're pretty strange clues. Like, they're, they're, yeah. they're not really clues. <laughs> right. No, yeah. Right. They're, 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 just... they're labeled clues, but that doesn't mean they're clues. Yeah. Every page, you could have just drawn a big X and it would have been a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look for the X, dummy. X marks the spot. No matter what you tell your students. Hey, um, can we play a game called Tetramorph? Yeah. Because <laughs> we have another one here. Oh, um, right. Yeah, right. Like a big, a big, uh, 
a big fun one. That one looks furry <laughs> and like a lot of fun to draw, which means that's got to be the lion. Which is uh-huh. up on my back. We'll have adventures. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll find the grill. That's um. You know, I looked this up. So Mark is the wing lion. St. Mark's a yeah. wing lion. Luke is the okay. wing dox. Matthew is a winged man, which is kind of weird because that's not nearly as cool as a winged. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah a regular like, angel. That's yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. And then here's a weird one. Saint, like a bitor or like, something. Like St. Saint, Saint John is an eagle. And you're like, wow. well, dude, that's already winged. <laughs> yeah, so he's a winged eagle. Yeah, he's, just, winged he's eagle. just he's just maybe maybe the eagle didn't used to be winged. He became winged yeah. with Saint John. But then it would be like uh, you know, one of those weird birds. What's that one John Bruggen has at a zoo? The uh, cassowary. Cassowary. Oh, the cassowary. It? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't fly. You're like that'll be fine <laughs> if it was a winged cassowary or whatever. Oh <laughs> That's yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, I also I also noticed. And did you see this? Because I know you studied. <laughs> He studied Henry Jones' Grail Diary. <laughs> There's a triple X. He writes triple X. Oh, I didn't notice in the, the Yeah, X. and I'm yeah exactly. There's like like one of his that notes. Kind of diary. Is, yes. <laughs> it's Dear Penthouse Forum, I never thought this would happen to me on my trip to Venice, but I thought I'd share it with your readers. I ran into a Knights Templar, and oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I did think maybe that's a little bit of uh, what we might see in the upcoming minutes, foreshadowing, you know, tale before Grail. Uh huh. Yeah. Randy Henry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, is this the first? This just occurred to me. Is this the first time in during a travel map that we get, uh, other than just like you know shots of the mm. plane flag and stuff, we're getting like images of what Indy's doing on the flight? I think it is, and it, that's quite a nice shot, yeah. actually, isn't it, with a reflection in his eyes, and you yeah. can see the stuff going yeah. through. Yeah. Well, he's That's normally cool. snoozing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's always that's, asleep, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. That's funny. Well, do you know what was... Jamie, you mentioned the deleted scene, and I didn't re- actually track that down. Do you know what was being said between Marcus and Indy in that? Or No, I don't know if there was um, much in, the, in terms of dialogue. All I could find was um, one of the original um, shooting scripts, but all it said was kind of what we see anyway. But um, that he mm. tends to go. Through, I think he goes through the book a little bit more, and there's more full frame shots rather than just the the sort of superimposed face okay. shots and hands. Okay. Um, but you know they, they built a proper set for it and everything, which I always think must be a, a really difficult thing to do to cut a scene out when you've known you've had to build a oh, set yeah. and have yeah. art directors look at it and <laughs> sort it all out and do the whole day and then oh, actually yeah. we've yeah. got to lose it. Damn. <clears throat> oh, you almost man. never hear directors address that, like in behind the scenes stuff or anything. They never say like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe mm. so many people spent so much time and energy on this thing that's not in the movie anymore. Yeah. I heard Joe Dante mention that once in an interview. Like, oh my God, it just kills you. It kills you when you have to cut out something that so many people put so much time, so much time into and so much money and then it's just not even in the movie. I remember George Lucas talking about it in uh, Return of the Jedi saying about Jabba Salbarge, how it took, you know, months to build, but... People in science fiction movies tend to linger on sets because, wow, look at this amazing thing I've built. I better oh, show yeah, it off. Uh-huh. When, in fact, I think that scene lasts like six minutes or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And I always feel bad for like people who are like, they get their big acting break. And they're like, I'm going to be in the new Star Wars movie. Oh. I'm going to be in Jaws. Yeah. And then their, their scene gets cut. And it's like, oop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Biggs effect. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Cammy. The Biggs effect. Well, Cammy, yeah. What, what uh, do you think? When they stop off at Lisbon, Indy's tempted to jump off the plane and run over to Marrakesh for for a quick 
shopping trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to see you guys. Hang on. Well, you know, I actually was in Marrakesh last week and I flew back b- via oh, Lisbon. Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. What'd you so buy? I flew straight. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> or, or some sell. antiquities, of course. Uh, no, I flew from London. Any fertility idols? No, I couldn't see any, actually. It's just no. There just seemed to be a lot of things that looked amazing and old. And then I looked around the corner and the same looking amazing old things were there. Um, they've, they've clearly got a very nice mould that reproduces these things. Oh, nice. um, but yeah, I flew straight in from London and then coming back, I had to go via Lisbon. And it wasn't until today that I, when I was looking at the map on the film here that I was like, oh, yeah, that was me just a, just a few days ago. <laughs> See, we can do that in Europe, you know, just hop over to Marrakesh. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. That's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should hop over to Utah. Yeah. Well, we, you know, yeah. do whatever hopping we can over here. <laughs> So yeah, then we get uh, Indy and Marcus land, and the next thing we see them uh, walking off of a Vaporetto in Venice, which is cool because they look these water buses look exactly the same today. Oh, nice! And they're kind of across cool. across the water from St. Mark's Square, which there's no longer a Vaporetto stop here, but there's a famous scene when they're filming in Raiders when they were filming that scene in Cairo where they made everybody take down their TV antennas. Mm. And they only had yeah. access to the Grand Canal here in Venice for like six hours. Yeah. And they didn't, or they weren't able to do that. So if you look, you can see lots of TV antennas. Oh, mm. oh really? Well, Dougie Slocum Lazy said bum. to um, Robert Watts, don't worry, you're not going to see them. Presumably he was going <laughs> to, you know, put a gauze on the camera or something to soften it or something. But you can see a few. There are apparently uh, even satellite dishes then as well. Um, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, but you're right, though. They had from 8, I think it was 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, to shoot all this stuff here, um, just one, oh, like all the one, stuff on the canal. You mean? Yeah, one morning or, of wow. one day um, on the Grand like Canal, a, like in the yeah. big part. Yeah, yeah, this bit. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It, we we see a bunch of Belloc doppelgangers. Oh, you owe me a dollar. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that there was a bunch of Bellocs. That's awesome. Yeah, deboard the boat, and I, you know, I, I'm wondering is uh, does that indicate that there's a lot of archaeologists from around the world that are descending <laughs> upon Venice for right. this Holy yeah. Grail thing? It's it's a little bit like everybody coming to Tannis to, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it's I like all of Belloc's white-clad cousins and brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love that the family label. Indy and Marcus have Indy's done a total indie move again, and they hired a kid to carry their baggage. I think that's oh, wow. that's yeah, that's Roscoe's younger brother. <laughs> if you look at him, <laughs> it sucks though. Like it's the same bag that Shorty had to heave around in in uh, Temple yeah. of Doom, and Indy just all, all, apparently just whenever he finds a kid, he's like, "Hey, kid, here's ten cents. Carry yeah. my bag." You got arms. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, I was complaining about, well, not complaining exactly, but I was noticing that Indy is not wearing his normal travel hat from Raiders, like his uh-huh. gray, his nice, it's not his the nice fedora, hat. it's just mm. like a, yeah, his nice travel hat that he wears with his suit. Like he's got, it, it looks like this is the Indiana Jones hat. And uh, I, A, he looks great. He looks great. He's got a tie, he's got a suit, and he's got the hat. That looks really good. But it does bug me a little bit that they won't let go of the hat. Uh-huh. And that, like, even in the in the ads, like, the man with the hat is back. Like, he's not the man with the hat. He's Indiana Jones. He's you know, yeah. not just the hat. The hat doesn't yeah. do anything. Don't make him here. just the hat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He also wears a few different hats. Mm-hmm. You know. Wait. What do you mean? Well, I, I mean, like the like the man with the hat. And you're like, no, right, he right. has the famous hat. We all know that. But I mean, it would almost be yeah. like the man with the bullwhip is back. Mm. I mean, that might yeah. that might that might you know that might 
don't know. Yeah, but loads of people have ball whips. Like... Hardly anybody has yeah. a hat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially in that time. The man with yeah. the scar on his chin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's what bugs me. It's like, you know, we've just distilled Indiana Jones down to these few things that fit into an afternoon when he was River Phoenix. Yeah. And, you know, that's who Indiana Jones. I'm like, no, it's not Indiana Jones. Right. <laughs> Indiana Jones has done plenty of cool stuff without a hat. Exactly. Hey, do, do you guys remember the boat Coronado? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's been dredged, dredged up and recommissioned as this boat that's pulling up. <laughs> well, if you look at the lifesavers, they're from the Coronado. What do you mean? Like on the boat, those the white with the red, it's like the exact same lifesaver that Indy catches when the Coronado says. <laughs> but isn't that kind of well, we should we should point out that on our Patreon show, Jer just learned why lifesavers, the candy it's called Lifesavers. <laughs> so I don't know if we should be taking too much stock in what he's saying about these Lifesavers. It's like the exact same life Lifesaver, you know? You look at it, you're like, I've seen that before. Kind of like when he says, you know, like, I've seen this before. Yeah, but isn't it like the same Lifesaver on, like, Amity Beach or whatever? Like, it's a standard kind of thing, isn't it? It's an international standard, make, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, it's a, yeah, it's like the the man with the Lifesaver. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the man who rides a boat is back. Exactly. The man who put safety first. I'm just saying, you know, the, I, the, you know, the Coronado was a nice ship. It was. Yeah. Man, they may, yeah, they may have been Indy's able just, to salvage something. Yeah. But it, it would be unlike Indy to give back. Like if he did salvage <laughs> right. that life ring, it's unlikely that <laughs> yeah. he would have given it away. <laughs> yeah. It, what do you think? So they get off the boat and Indy's like, ah, Venice. Mm-hmm. And Marcus kind of looks around kind of perfunctorily and he's kind of like, uh-huh. And then he immediately changes the subject. And I'm wondering, does this prove, like, Jerry, you were really upset a couple I, minutes I ago. I still last am minute. really upset. But does this mean, does Marcus's sort of disinterest in the sights of Venice mean that he's been here lots of times before? Like, maybe this is just like, oh, yeah, of course, I've seen this a hundred times. I think he's still, like, super so, focused on just staying on task and, like, okay, we got to meet this guy, this Dr. Snyder, you know, mm-hmm. where is he and, and, and where are we staying and where's my next meal coming from and... Where's the gift shop? And look, I, I, you know, I think we got strong gusts and sheets of rain <laughs> on the Doppler radar forecast for Marcus. I Watch. disagree, but keep yeah. talking. I, I don't. I mean, what what they're setting up here is, yeah, yes, he's interested in Indy's dad and, and who's gone missing, and apparently he's the only one. But <laughs> what 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 I don't like is they're setting us up for this guy, Marcus, Marcus Brody. Mm-hmm. And and how excited I was that he's we're gonna now see him in action, mm-hmm. and they're setting us up for this thing like, uh, I, maybe I shouldn't have brought this guy along. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, he's, you know he's, I mean? Uh, like, he's on task. I don't know what. Like, there's nothing. It's not like he's like, oh, we're in Venice. He's just, he's kind of like, oh, what? He what's, does take okay, a little but, moment there, is he puts his yeah, hands behind his back, yeah. and kind of looks around and thinks, it, oh yeah, I should be taking this in. But you know, he's the bumbling Englishman. Hang on a minute. Is that why you put me on the show? Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping it'd be much more subtle than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's the whole. It's like, yeah, I would agree. You'd be like, oh no, he's on, he's on task, which is great, and that would be a. a but that they don't portray him as that. They show Indy is going ah Venice, and so he's you know, and the sun is shining, and Marcus just uh, he he can't, you know, it's it's like he can't get out of this. 
he he's he has an anxiety disorder. He makes he makes Pete Mummert look like he's going <laughs> ah Venice. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he makes you look relaxed and chill, Pete. I disagree. It's, I think this is just, very standard. Like uh, there's nothing bumbling about this, or 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 like weird or overly worried. He's just kind of like oh, how are we supposed to meet this guy? There's nothing bumbling about it yet. I agree with Tom. It, here, in yeah. the yeah. next mm-hmm. yeah, but in the next at literally at the end of this minute. We see that they're 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 laying breadcrumbs down to say, yeah, we have to bring Marcus. I guess we'll see. It's we'll at see. the end yeah. of this minute. <laughs> I, I for my Marcus watch, I just have the word solid. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. He's totally good. Jamie, we're keeping an eye on Marcus because we're you know the the you know yeah people immediately say oh what they did to Marcus in this movie, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm finding that he's more solid than you remember. Mm-hmm. So we're keeping a close mm-hmm. eye. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 on Team Marcus so far too. Yeah. Guy's awesome. Uh, I have a note here that just says duty, because <laughs> I meet Elsa Schneider. Yeah, and, and is it Schneider? It's Schneider, isn't it? Schneider, Schneider. Yeah, yes. and and again we get this very short little moment of surprise, like oh, Doctor Schneider must be a man, and then yeah, two seconds later it's Elsa. Yeah, in this post all in the family world, yeah, we've discovered that. Even women can be doctors. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Hey, Jerry, does anybody like? Does anybody ever discuss Doctor Porter and think Doctor Porter might be referring to you? Oh <laughs> no! See, I think we've reached the, the opposite situation in this case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one ever thinks I'm Doctor Porter. <laughs> it occurred to me today that um, Alison Doody has been in films with three Bonds. Um, so she was. Oh, really? She's oh. in Connery with uh, in Last Crusade. Uh-huh. She was in. Mm-hmm. She was Jenny Flex in uh, View to a Kill. Roger Moore. Yes, she was. And she was in a rather appalling film with Pierce Brosnan called Taffin. Mm. <laughs> huh. um, yeah. So yeah, she sort of started at the top and pleasure. worked her way down. down, down. <laughs> 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 Twenty one years a... old in this film though. She's so yeah, young. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, that's incredible. extraordinary. Yeah. And she's, she has so much presence. And she also, like, I think it would be really easy for her to do a really terrible Austrian accent. Mm. But I think she does, a, like, actually a pretty good job. Yeah. She's from uh, Dublin, right? Yeah. She is, yeah. 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 That's impressive. She does have a lot, of, like, a lot of presence here. She's interesting. She's, uh, I mean, it's she. I, I have nothing against Elsa. And I like her. And I think she's a good character. But she's never like brought up as like you know people talk about Marion because she's awesome and they talk about Willie because they hate her, mm. and no one really gets to Elsa. No one really talks about Elsa that much, mm. and I wonder why. I, well, I th- there's something about maybe how she's written. She's forgettable. Mm. And she doesn't get fully redeemed so. either, does she? Yeah, as a, right. as a character. Right. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't. I mean, spoiler for Jerry hasn't hasn't seen the rest of the movie, but she doesn't <laughs> ride off right. into the sunset with Indy at the end. Mm. That is true. Whereas Willie and yeah. Marion both do. It's I, you know maybe we need an Elsa watch. Evaluate her. I think we do need <laughs> an Elsa watch. And, yeah. and I think uh, again how they. Here's why she's not rem- she's not remembered is the way they set this up and their dynamic is mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> and, and and we see it right. I mean we're we're about to see. This is one of my least favorite minutes. I think in in all. Well, I I have to watch Crystal wow. Skull, but it's certainly in this movie. <laughs> Good to be. This is so far. Yeah, this is one of my twenty twenty six is one of my least favorite min- minutes because I think it has one of the worst lines in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Which is? Which is, Dr. Jones, I knew it was you. You have your father's eyes, and he says, and my mother's ears, but the rest belongs to you. It's like the first take of that line as well. Yeah, it's like they've just the- gone, yep, <laughs> we're running out of time. Yeah. It is kind of, it's always been awkward that, I mean, I love, I grew up watching this film probably more than I did any, uh, the other two, um, Mm -hmm. Temple of Doom and Raiders, but I I find this one's quite cringeworthy these days. Yeah. You know what though? I think it's half a really good line. If he had stopped at, and my mother's ears, that's kind of like a cool, weird, like slightly off-putting, like cool guy sort of thing like almost james bondy kind of mm. like oh in my mother's ears like oh you're so cool that i don't fully understand why you're using your mom as like a flirtation thing but it works somehow and it's like a weird cool <laughs> unexpected line but then the rest dear, belongs to dear you penthouse forum <laughs> yeah dear penthouse forum i tried to pick up this woman by telling her about my mom and it totally failed why am i even writing to you you're not gonna print this i mean <laughs> the man's barely off the boat and he's already flirting you know? yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, you know, the doctors are late. This is, this is this is my my whole problem with this, and it's it's one that's you know extends far beyond this minute. And you mentioned it. It it could be this James Bond type line or vibe, and I'm just I, I'm not buying it. Indiana Jones isn't James Bond. I don't care if James Bond was some sort of influence originally or he he showed up at the beginning of Temple of Doom in his white tuxedo dinner jacket thing where he's and and the lines that they gave him in that with Lao Che were terrible. Yeah. It was a James (laughs) Bond type scene and they're terrible lines. Remember that one where he says like he, 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 you know, he says, now give me the diamond. And he says, like, I'm sorry. Can you say that again or something? You're like. Because this right. is horrible lines, and this is. Am I going deaf? Or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this dude. Well, I to see my ear doctor. He's not. Did you develop a sense of humor? Yeah. You know. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. It's like he's not this yeah. James Bond smooth thing. And just in case we need like a, a, a recap, James Bond is 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 a a, a quaffed British spy. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Indiana Jones is a dusty, dirty American grave robber. But right. I think there's something going on here that I think it's possible because the Nazis were famous for using uh, women to bait people. And it, I think it's very possible oh. that they're using Elsa. They know this, that Indiana Jones is kind of the guy. He sees himself as this pl- international playboy. Mm. And so they're, mm. they have Elsa playing up that part of him. Oh, like, I think she's doing this on purpose because they're in the but, next but, minute. But th- okay. I like where you're going with that. That's actually really good, Pete, except... Indiana Jones isn't known as an international playboy. No, I'm saying he he thinks that's what he sees himself oh, he, that okay. way. Okay, I mean, yeah. but that's again, James Bond is known as that. No, that's right? Fine. I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah, but I think it, they're playing on Indiana Jones's yeah. basically his image of himself. I, you know, look, I was introduced to the guy where he's just going, "Hello, Marion," and it's it's almost yeah. a little he's, John Wayney. Let's not forget, though, that Spielberg yeah. want, wanted to make a Bond movie from the start, you know? Right. Um, yeah. right. He, right. he injects exactly. a bit more of that in Temple of Doom and, again, even more in this. Right, right. Yeah. And sometimes it works and sometimes it's a little... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it just, uh-huh. I mean, it just... I, when I see this line, all I can think of, spoilers, is, like, later on does she say, you have your father's... Jones! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, yep. it's you're like... <laughs> I can't get that out of my head now. Yeah. And yeah. and they gave that to me. 
I didn't make that up, right? And why why did that that the fact that they shared the same woman seem perfectly acceptable when you were twelve, but when you're you're forty one, it now seems really creepy. Yeah, Yeah. it was kind of awesome back then, wasn't it? Is this the uh, is this the only time? I think I know it's the first time, but it's almost the only time we hear any mention at all of Indy's mom, isn't it? Uh, like does he ever he i don't think he refers to, oh he says, uh, <laughs> unless you count you sound like my mother yeah in, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like vague and he but this is like he talks about my mother's ears they talk on the airship about mentions, her don't they yeah she never understanded your yeah. obsession yeah right yeah. i think those are the only two we've ever gotten mm. and the only two mentions of his mom hmm. and you know i wonder in the line does he really think he has his mother's ears or as you like, is it just a slick line? Like he has his mother's ears. Yeah. Like he, you know, he has good hearing, and that's why he turns right around. <laughs> like, like, or he's just trying to like, like yeah, <laughs> say something slick. Yeah, I think he's, yeah. he's like Doctor Jones. Slick. Yeah, yeah, he turns yeah. right around immediately. Like yeah. he's got his mother's. You know, she was a good listener. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think that's why I like the and my mother's ears line. I think it works either as a James Bondy thing or as an authentic indie thing because if indie is smooth. It's almost sort of by accident. Like he's not trying uh-huh. that hard, and he just kind of says something that's kind of charming and weird. But see, yeah, we know, and that's that's kind of we what know this from is like. Temple of Doom that he was not smooth. Like when he's yeah. got, he's mm-hmm. making his play for Willie, and so I kind of like that here mm-hmm. because yeah. Elsa's leading him on, and he's not smooth. I mean, this is completely cringeworthy, and maybe it's supposed to be. Yeah, and, yeah. and even with Marion on the boat when they're going to make out and stuff, he's like, he doesn't know what's going. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, okay. yeah, I'm yeah, gonna kiss a girl. Okay, jeez. And then he falls asleep, yeah. which is charming. <laughs> but he, exactly, you know, yeah. here the rest belongs to you. It's like my gallbladder. I mean, <laughs> you know, my, <laughs> disgusting. My what? psoriasis. <laughs> Look, I just work with your dad. I don't need this. What's going on? <laughs> Tap the brakes there, Mister. Maybe it kind of needed uh, Brody in the background giving a little funny look, kind of like you know what, what's he up? Because yeah, they frame yeah. him out. Like he even mm. he even walks out of the frame, <laughs> doesn't he? At this yeah, point. yeah. Well, on, on that high note, uh, anything else about minute twenty six? That's all, that's I, all got. I got. Jerry, yeah. I'm assuming that's all you got. Um, Jerry's done. I'm no, done. I said it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, This hey. just in oh, from Lord. Professor Christy Porter. Didn't expect that. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> um, hey, did you guys know that there's actually a band called Ah Venice? And the guy also plays in a techno band called Top Men. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, wow. Professor Forty, she did not make that up. Oh, that's going on the playlist. That's a story. Yeah, I, I did look up our Venice today because I thought, you know, is am I missing? Is there something else in this saying here that they keep saying? Uh, Venice. Yeah, so you, is, what's it referring back to? And you know what, what it why is? is it funny? Mm. It is. This whole minute is set up to be ah uh, pussy. <laughs> It is, it is, but but I mean that's what it is. Indy comes out; they're looking for his father. His father yeah. is missing, uh-huh. and that's not right. what they're showing us. Yeah. They're showing us that Indiana Jones is just you know, <laughs> yeah. he's that easy. He's literally that Dad easy. Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he said, "I'm not that easy either." Yeah, it's it's just it's it's that's I think that's why I don't like this minute. Okay, they're they're just he he's like he's not even a cad. Yeah, Yeah, they're trying hard for 
playful charm mm. and it's uh yeah. it's not quite landing you, you know what it is i don't like indiana jones trying so hard yeah yeah you kind of want him you want you want any women to come to him and like be the not aggressors necessarily but the you know the one steering the ship and he's like oh i guess i get to (laughs) kiss i I don't think i've ever seen indiana jones try hard right you know the hardest he tries is with willie i guess yeah even that's really awkward yeah exactly well that's that's the same yeah it's 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 for me it's a strange like writing director choice for the character, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. what it is. Mm. It'll get worse tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what will not get worse, and what is very easy and not at all cringeworthy, are the amazing filmumentaries that our good buddy Jamie Binning makes. <laughs> and Jamie, maybe you could te- talk a little bit about those. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I should say it's almost like I'm a form a former filmumentarian, um, but I haven't made one in a little while now. But they're yeah, feature length. Um, uh, documentaries that combine the film itself with all of the behind the scenes material that I can put together, whether it's um, taken from sources that already exist or, or, or done by myself. Um, so yeah, I did one for Raiders, one for the original Star Wars trilogy and one for Jaws. I should have done one for Temple of Doom by now yeah. and uh, one, <laughs> one for Last Crusade as well. But you know, life kind of <laughs> gets in the way. Oh, it does. Yeah, we know that feeling. Absolutely. Yep. But if uh, I, I can't recommend these highly enough, and if you would like to find links to them, uh, you can on our website. You can look up Jamie, and we'll have links to the filmumentaries, and I'll put links to a couple of my favorites of those. And uh, you can find other stuff on our website as well. You can find a very detailed walkthrough of Han Solo's Fever Dream, or a collection of our homemade <laughs> Indiana Jones trading cards. Um, so check it out, and then come back here tomorrow and check us out for minute 27 of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Duty! <laughs> ah, that is... Ears? <laughs> Duty! <laughs> it is such an awkward scene. <laughs> <laughs>